Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. Today we talk about the shepherd versus the giant, the beautiful story of David and Goliath that the church gives us as our first reading today at the Daily Mass. How many of us know the story of David and Goliath? How the young man defeats the great giant with a slingshot and stones as opposed to a sword and shield and armor. This wonderful story speaks of how God works. He makes the strong become humbled and he lifts up the lowly. In this case, we see that David, the shepherd boy, who his own father never thought that he would even be a possibility at presenting him as anything more than a shepherd, God sees David differently. God sees his potential and uses David to prove that for God all things are possible. Goliath and the Philistines represented a group of people who were bigger bullies than the Roman Empire. For the Philistines historically, especially Goliath himself, they were very large people. And for Goliath, strapping with muscles like I talked about in the mass with my elementary kids today, like the Hulk. So if you know the Hulk, then you can probably picture what Goliath looked like. So this massive warrior that the Philistines used to threaten villages and towns, that nobody could defeat Goliath, the mighty warrior. And so the Philistines continued to accumulate wealth and to use scare tactics to allow the neighboring communities to succumb to their threats. The people of Israel were very afraid. And this isn't like a hockey game where if you lose, you have a second chance to redeem yourself. When you lose these battles, you give up your life. So the fact that David was willing to give up his life to protect the people of Israel shows a level of strength in him that is very admirable. David felt called by God to protect the people of Israel. This is what made him king that David put his neck on the line. And this wasn't so he could become king, but rather through prayerful discernment, he realized that God was asking him to do such a thing. Imagine being a member of David's family. No training. He's really just a teenage boy. Now, a lot of enthusiasm and likely testosterone, yes. But to go into battle with a warrior who is just physically, emotionally, and even psychologically stronger? How could David ever dominate this fight? How could he ever come across as winning? So imagine what his family would have thought. And yet David didn't shy away from what God was asking him to do. David remained faithful to God while we hear in the scripture passage that Goliath mocked God and that he swore against David 
He swore against Yahweh by his own gods, the scripture says. In other words, fake gods. So Goliath represents evil. And how many times we can become afraid of pressures, external, internal, environmental, that come to us in particular ways in which we could feel unequipped to fight, sort of speak. The devil knows our weaknesses, and so he uses opportunities for us to fall into fear, doubt, confusion, anxiety. The list goes on and on. But we're called to have the courage of David. We're called to be committed to prayer, to realize that sometimes taking a risk is what God is asking us to do. Do I truly trust in God like David did? Now, you might say, well, easy for David. If he was a young man, you know, sometimes young people have no fear. Valid, valid, valid. And it might be true in, even for David. But yet it's not just this fly-by-night decision that he wanted to move from guarding the sheep to taking a chance. This was more focused. This had a purpose, a mission. And so David was willing to go along with this mission that he was being called by God to do. I think it's important for us to look at our own lives too, friends. In many ways, we're called to be like David. In the face of the devil and all that is evil, are we willing to pick up our slingshot? At times where we might feel that we are not equipped to deal with temptations or situations in life in general, are we willing to trust like David did? Sometimes we might feel overwhelmed, afraid, anxious. I know God is asking me to do this, but am I going to be able to do it? Friends, we don't have to feel guilty about feeling that way. However, we shouldn't feel trapped in that methodology either. How is God calling you right now to take a risk? To go outside of your comfort zone? To potentially put your neck on the line for the sake of another or perhaps a group of people? Sometimes it takes the courage and the boldness of an individual to inspire others to do the same. And this boldness of David helped to easily make the people of Israel know that he should be king. He was willing to risk his life for the people of Israel, and so they trusted him as a result. How many times have parents built a level of trust with their children for putting their neck on the line for the sake of their daughter or son? How many times have we been called to protect family in different ways, even extended family at times. How many times is God asking us to speak up for someone who is being taken advantage of, someone who's vulnerable? I think of the wonderful education assistants who does such great work in caring for our brothers and sisters with special needs, especially sometimes when teachers forget the importance of treating them 
just like the rest of the students in their class. I think of people who are bold and courageous like firefighters who are willing to go into a fire and risk their own lives to save a stranger. Courage comes from God. One of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is the gift of courage. And this gift is something that we need to look at in our daily lives. Am I willing to live courage even when it's difficult, even when I might feel like I'm setting myself up to lose. David with a slingshot compared to Goliath with his weapons, what chance would he have? Interesting also that David then kills Goliath with his own weapon. Interesting analogy how evil eventually will destroy itself because of ego, because of the devil's own anger. When you're doing the right thing, you have nothing to worry about. When you're doing the wrong thing, more problems arise. When I've shared a lie, then I might have to lie again to cover up the first lie. And so it's that slippery slope. When you are righteous, you have nothing to worry about. And so David is righteous. And we're called to be righteous as well. Friends, today I'd also like you to think about a time where you might have felt like David. Not equipped. Not ready. Almost frozen in fear. Recall that in that moment, God helped to deliver you from whatever you were afraid of. You had a David win, a moment in time in which you grew personally, spiritually, psychologically, physically. How many times throughout our lives does these situations happen? Do we thank God for the gift of endurance? Do we thank God for the courage? Do we thank God for the strength? Or do we just feel like it's come from me? So important for us to recognize, friends, that the David story can be our story too. And it is our story. The closer we stay to God, the more we can overcome. With God, all things are possible. What is that thing that you might be wrestling with right now? What's holding you back from doing the right thing. How can we support one another in prayer and in action to help us to take those risks, to help us to be more like David, to help us to grow personally and spiritually so that we're going to use that gift of courage to do what we need to do. Friends, the story of David is our story. Let's pray for one another. First and foremost, in thanksgiving for the gift of God who chooses the Davids in our lives, who helps us to be like David, who equips the called instead of calling the equipped. 
this God in which has no limits, where everything is possible, can I open my mind to realize that I can be David too, and so can you. Let's pray for others to have the courage of David as well. People we know, and perhaps people we don't know, that in similar or difficult situations, they too may have the strength to endure. So when the next Goliath comes, let's look for ways to slay the giant with the faith, the courage, and the example that David exhibits in the scripture so that God can use us for his greater glory and to protect ourselves and others too. The shepherd became the king. How can we glorify God by our lives? For God's Playbook friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Budsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.